You're listening to the Joe Show podcast. You're listening to the Joe you Show. You are podcast. listening to the Joe Show podcast. You are listening to the Joe Show podcast. Welcome along to the Joe Show Podcast. I hope you're doing really well. Thanks very much to my voiceover guys for doing that little intro for me. Um, how you doing? This is episode number two of the show. How you doing, folks? Can't believe I've even got into episode number two. Hope you're doing that well this fine Wednesday that has been released. You can be listening to this at the weekend. I don't know. Hope you're having a great weekend if you're listening in at the weekend. Um, on the show today... We'll have Big Rab from the Big Rab Show podcast. Big shout out to him for being my first guest on the show. How you doing, Rab? Um, also, we'll be talking about BBC Radio 1. They talked last month, they announced last month that they would be no longer playing the original version of Fairy Tale of New York by the Pogues and Kirsty McCall. Now, I've heard the new version, although it's still the Pogues and, and Kirsty McCall, Fairy Tale of New York, but they bleeped out um, your old slut. And, and they've bleeped out, you, you, you cheap, lousy faggot. So they've bleeped those things out. Um, it, to me, it doesn't flow right. And uh, I wanted to pick that up right at the start of the show and uh, talk about it. Now, anybody I've spoken to over the last few weeks and I've discussed this with, they have the, the, the main answer is, this is political correctness gone mad. You know? Um it's been good enough for years to play along and yet they still think that by 2020 it's time to cut this out um, so that's one flip of the coin and people think uh, it's a stupid you know that the song uh, whenever it was written you know it didn't it doesn't mean those things it doesn't mean that the thing that the the word means uh, in nowadays terms um, I do believe that I'll be reading out a, a little statement from um, Shane McGowan later on, and uh, so that's coming up shortly. Uh, but anybody I've spoken to, they've all said, you know, this song has been played for years, and there's been no real, uh, you know, no real talk about it till now. Although I read in two thousand and seven, an article from two thousand and seven, that. Uh, Radio One had started the 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 the, the bleeping out of the words, but and now they're officially and none of the radio stations I've listened to are playing the original version. They're all playing the bleeped out version, although you can still get the original version on Spotify, which is baffling. You think they would change the everything if they're going to change it in one place or change it on radio? Surely they should change it everywhere. So. One flip of the coin is it's PC gone mad. The world has just gone really daft. The other flip of the coin is this. Those words are offensive. And they shouldn't be used in, in today's world. So those are the two flips of the coins. And uh, I just wanted to put those coin, my, my, my two pence in there. And, to, and just share it with you. Um, I, me personally, I think it's daft. I think... Uh, why they should why they bleep out the words of the song another song i heard recently that they have taken part of it away is johnny mathis 
when a child is born. They bleep out the bit yellow. They just block that bit out. Black, white, no one knows. That's what Johnny says. Now, Johnny Mathis is an American, an African American gentleman, and uh, he has no way of being racist when he says black, white, or yellow. He, there's no way he means that in race. But today's world again has taken that, taken that up as being a racist slur. I don't know what to think. I really don't know what to think. Back to Fairy Tale of New York. That is a, I, you know, the lyrics of that is, this year is for me and you. You know, and I believe 2021 is, is going to be a better year than 2020 has been. 2020 has been a bucket of a year. It really has. You know, we have lost loved ones. We've had to deal with things differently. We're, 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 we're locked in. We're, we're, you know, we have to wear masks. We're not allowed to meet our loved ones. It's, it's been a terrible year. It's been all for our own good, by the way. I would be an advocate to say that. It's been all for our own good. Again, I do believe our British government should have acted a bit earlier than that. But they, as soon as we, as soon as they heard that Italy or Spain had got COVID, they should have closed their borders and not allowed any planes in and out or ships. Just you know, international flights should have been cancelled just like that. It should have been everything should have came to a standstill then, and would have maybe saved us from having our deaths and this whole lockdown. Uh, anyway, anyway. I'm way off kilter. I really am. Back to what Shane McGowan said in a in a in a post. He shared that um, the it's the way the woman speaks. He was trying to get across who the character of what the woman that that Kirsten McCall is in this song, and that's the way she would speak. And she doesn't mean that the man that you know what the she what the word means. But people have what people have thought the word word means. What, the what you know, but I'm I'm getting myself into a really big bother. You can hear me stuttering and spluttering. But what Shane was trying to say is that's the character of the woman that the song is a that Kirsty McCall is singing. Every song has a character, and it's sad to see in twenty twenty, a character in a song is offensive. The words in a song are offensive. Yes, there is words in twenty twenty we should no longer be using. I will not be listing them, but we should. There is words we shouldn't be using in twenty twenty. Uh, but to bleep out songs, uh, words in a song, I do think are a wee, a wee bit drastic. But anyway, that's just my thoughts on it all. So let's get on to the exciting bit of the show. We're going to introduce Big Rab to the Joe Show podcast as my first official guest. It's a bit weird me being interviewed for a change, you know. It's not right. No. Normally, I'm the one asking the questions. This would be weird. <laughs> right? So, Are you ready? But we good fun, all the same. Are you ready? Aye, 100%. Right. Hello, folks. Well, I have Big Rab here on the line. How you doing, Big Rab? I'm not so bad, Big Joe. What about yourself, mate? Are you getting well? D- I'm doing the best. I'm keeping well, I. I'm a bit annoyed that there's a bit of a delay, but what Good do you do? <laughs> I know that sometimes technology is great whenever it works, but seeing when it doesn't work, oh, forget about it. Forget about it. So, 
But this is brilliant being on your show, by the way. It's been a long time coming, man. I've been a fan of the Joe show now for a long time. And you've been off the air for too long. Whenever I was just farting about, you know, you probably were listening to it. But this is now me talking about topics and guests. It's a bit more scarier. (laughs) Scary? What do you mean scary? Why is it scary? Oh, I'm I'm, I'm in my pyjamas. From waist down in my pyjamas under uh, above a pole. There you go. That's too I'm much information, mate. <laughs> so, so, so Joe records his podcast wearing his jammers. That's brilliant. <laughs> well, I know the answer to this, but my listeners might know the might not know the answer to this. Why are you called a big rab? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, I keep answering this question. I get it a lot, actually. Um, I'm called Big Rab because all the mates in my pipe band at the time were all taller than me. Uh-huh. Uh, so they were kind of taking the taking the hand out of me because I'm I'm the height of two turf, as they say. Yeah. So I I got big rab because I was the weakest one there. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's answered my question. So tell us a wee bit about yourself mm-hmm. now. I know you, but again, we need to know right. a wee bit about you. Uh, we'll go into the radio stuff sure. and we'll get into the podcast stuff a wee bit later. I just want to let mm. us know a wee bit about you, Rob Lennox. Tell us a bit about you. Me, myself, and I. Well, uh, let's see. I'm a middle-aged Caucasian male living in Mid-Ulster, married with two wins. Uh, I have a day job working for the Rivers Agency. That's very, very flashy. And I also work for Radio Ulster. I have my own podcast, radio show, all that sort of stuff. The Rivers Agency, uh, you fish? Fashion? No, I don't fashion. No, no. Afraid not, no. I don't fish. But uh, no, I work in the office. That sounds very glamorous, but it really isn't. Um, so, ah, that's me. Yeah. I have a pretty keen interest in piping and drumming, pipe bands, all that kind of stuff. And Ulster Scott's culture, history, all of that. That's, that's my bag. Now, when you and I were doing radio together, you didn't know how to blow a pipe. Do you know how to blow a pipe now? I have actually been learning you yeah. know, for the longest time, actually. I've been a drummer for the longest time. So actually, pair of sticks here. So I've been a drummer for the longest time. But this last year, I've picked up this thing and I've been learning how to pipe now. So yeah. let me see. I wonder if this one will work. Well, you see there's no read in it or something stupid. <laughs> there you go. So it works. Way. So I've been learning how to play this thing. Yeah. Hi. So yeah, that's practice, Chander. But I've just graduated on to... Uh, actual Highland Pipes there not too long ago. So I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm getting there. Hi. Um now when you're when you were drumming, are you secretly yeah. in, in your pajamas and the from the waist down? <laughs> no. I'm not no. <laughs> what do you mean whenever I'm sitting behind the drum the drum Hi. kit or something? Is that what you mean? Are you are you naked? No, no. Are you in the Scotty? Are you in the nod? Oh I can't I can't say I've ever drummed naked no Joe. No. I'll be so, sure. There's a lot of moving parts yourself. when you're when you're drumming. Aye. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's too too hazardous. <laughs> so um you said you were a BBC Radio Ulster and you have a podcast. What about you know, you're you're still on Fuse FM in Bali Money. Mm-hmm. Um I'm indeed. how did that happen? How did you start out? Well, that? 
how did I start out? And well, the whole radio thing all started with Fuse. Uh, I was part of a band called Rightly On, as you know, Joe. And they brought us in for a couple of interviews and stuff at the time at Fuse because we had an album out. And Johnny Crawford, good mm -hmm. friend of yourself, uh, actually says to me, you know, Rob, you're quite decent at telling a yarn or two. Do you ever hang to doing a show? And I kind of laughed at him at the time. He says, nah, there's no chance. Because all, all I really know is, you know, piping and drumming and talking nonsense and thinking nobody will want to listen to that. But uh, he says, nah, come on in, give it a shot. So, yeah, the rest is history then ever since. Yeah. Who was your first guest? Oh, who was my first guest? Hmm. Me. I think it was Chris Pollock. Was it not me? Oh, you weren't my first one. No, I think oh. we had somebody on. Oh, Chris Pollock, yes. I think it was Chris. Aye. I think it was Chris. I think Chris was my first ever guest. I did uh, four weeks on my own yes, uh, for the first Christmas run. First Christmas run. And then I thought it was much easier when I brought someone else in and I was, had somebody there to talk to. You know, uh, see, whenever you're stuck in a room on your own with a mic, Joe, I don't know about you, but it's difficult it to do. Like, But whenever you have someone there sitting right in front of you, or in this case on Zoom, it's so much easier. It so is. brought Chris in. I thought it worked really well. And then I thought, I need to get a co-host. Yourself and I were mates. And we thought, hey, you know, you come at the world. I would go, like, straight on. There's the world over there. But you would, like, come from, I don't know, Way, way over there somewhere. Uh, so you had a completely different viewpoint on the world. And I, I brought a lot of life to the show, I think, at that time. So, yeah, myself and Joe, yeah, we're the big rap show for, I don't know, we done a good run, didn't we? It was about four, three four years, years, I think. Three, two, three four, years, I think. Uh, it was a four, um, I Might have been four. Might have been just four. Um, who, now, Chris, Chris will want, to, want you to say him, but who was your most famous guest? Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, of course it was Chris Pollock. No, <laughs> I, I, I can't say it was Chris. No, we've had some huge names in the bagpiping scene. I, I don't know if they're particularly world famous outside of the piping scene. If, you know, we've talked to the likes of Fred Morrison's now a good mate of the show. Uh, mm. Like he's huge in the piping world. Um, but we've talked to a lot of big names in the piping scene. Probably the most famous uh, would be Al Murray. You know, the comedian. Oh, oh. Uh, we've had Al Murray on the show. He's been there. That's, that's been a lot of fun. Right. Trying to get him not to swear. That was funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was all sorts of fun. Al, it's a family-friendly show. Don't swear. Okay. Bleep, bleep, bleep. I had to get the bleep machine out. Uh, so I had him on. And also had Richard Parks as well. Uh, pipe Major MBE. Field Marshal. MBE. Yep, yep. Uh, well, he's Dr. Dr. Richard Parks. MBE Dr. to give him the full title. Yeah, he has two doctorates now. <laughs> right. Yeah, so we've had Richard on the show twice now, yeah. So, so how, when, awesome. and where can we listen in to the Big Rap Show on Fuse FM? Well, this, we used to be on a Wednesday, and oh. then you had joined us, and you couldn't do Wednesday nights, so we changed it me. To, to a Tuesday. So we changed it and to the Tuesday, and it's been the Tuesday ever since. Okay. Uh, so... Every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. on Fuse FM Balamoney. Uh, you can check our website, thebigrabshow.com. We have a listen live thing on there. You can listen to mm -hmm. it. Or, of course, we have our weekly podcast that we do every week now. Because I'm sure you remember this, Joe. Whenever folks were tuning into us on Fuse, they were constantly missing the show. You know, we had folks from abroad and, you know, all ah. trying to tune in at strange times. 
So oh, I kept missing the show. Is there any way for me to listen to it? And we thought, you know, people keep missing this. We're going to have to do something. Fuse didn't have a replay thing. So we thought a podcast would be a great idea. Yeah. So folks can download a ticket with them. And there you go. You catch up. So, yeah, that's what we do now every week. And we've just done over 202, 203, something like that episodes. So we've been going for a while. <laughs> so, again, find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, all the usual places. Big Rab Show podcast. Um, you've answered all my questions about your podcast. So, after yeah. automatically. Um, BBC Radio Ulster. <laughs> yes. How did you get that gig? <laughs> it's the million dollar question, Joe. And honestly, I still don't know. Uh, <laughs> I think I think it's a combination of things. Um, we have been working tirelessly on Fuse for years, building what we had, you know, the brand and, you know, building a show that people could tune into every week and get caught up. Plus, we were very focused as well on like the piping scene and talking all about it every week. And people really seem to engage with that. And then what seemed to happen is once we launched the podcast, everything seemed to escalate then. Like we got sponsors and yeah. we got advertisers in. And the download numbers started to jump every week. It was kind of really mm-hmm. scary, actually, how quick it grew. Um, so I had to pull extra people in to try and help with everything because I was doing two hours of live radio every week along with an hour and a half of a podcast every week. Aye. And then we had all of our live, live streaming from competitions and stuff, all our social media stuff. It grew into something huge. So we pulled in all these extra people. And I think because of the sheer stir and the buzz that we caused in the piping scene and the Ulster Scott scene in general, the name got out there and people were talking, well, if you want to listen to piping or talk about piping in any way, then go to Big Rab, you know, and the folks at the BBC heard this, and of course my name was kind of bandied around for quite a while and uh, whenever they were thinking about relaunching their Ulster Scots content then luckily my name was in the mix you know, why not get someone from the piping scene in who might know a wee thing or two about piping, and there you go, I'm sitting in a chair next to Helen Mark, and I'm thinking, what the heck am I doing here, and Um, it's the scariest thing ever, I'll never forget sitting Recording that first episode, I was shaking like a leaf. I never so nervous. I, and I listened back to that first episode uh, a good while ago now. And uh, even then, I'm thinking, <laughs> I was shaking in my shoes, sitting there <laughs> going, oh, my God. Um, but, you know, you would think even though for all the experience you have on community radio and all your experience doing podcasts, you'll be used to this thing, this microphone. Mm-hmm. You know, when they put a script in front of you and a load of folks all sitting around and depending on you to, yeah. to do the right thing it's very it's kind of daunting it yeah. turns something that was a bit of crack and a bit of fun into something that's very professional now you know yeah. it takes it to another level uh, but don't get me wrong I am having the time of my life on there yeah. I think Kintra now has been going for a couple of years now Aye. you know and uh, I think it's a couple of years See, I, I probably should probably know that, but it's honestly passed me by. Passed me by in a blink. The whole thing's been amazing. Do you want me to pass you pie as well? Pass you pie. I, I yeah. I'm not long after me dinner right now. I don't know where that came from. Um, would you ever like to do your own solo show on on Radio Ulster? Well, on Radio Ulster, I've actually had a few solo shows over there. Um, I had a live event with the Red Hot Chili Pipers, you know, because they had to get the piping guy 
So I done the live event from the SSE Arena. So that was fun. Cool. Uh, I totally forgot that I was actually recording it as an episode for Kintra. <sighs> I was just gaping about and having good fun. And then the producer was coming after me with a microphone saying, Rob, you need to do more links. So, oh, right. I forgot. Whoops. <laughs> um, <laughs> so there was that. Um, and then I've done a couple of other specialist music programs and stuff about bluegrass and country mm. and different like music history things. So, yeah, I've been kind of dipping my toes in solo stuff in the radio. Uh, at the minute, I'm just more focused on Rab Show podcast. Kendra, yeah. I'm more than happy doing that at the moment, yeah. And everybody's, uh, if you're from Northern Ireland, everybody will be asking you, have you met Cougar Duncan? I have, many times. If anything, Kintra is actually recorded in the studio next to his. Oh. Uh, so, <laughs> if anything, we, we probably meet his producer more often than we, we do Hugo. So, is that Joe uh, or Mary? Hugo is a legend. Uh, Mary. Ah. Uh, so, yeah, Hugo is a legend. Yes. And can I say that that guy is as nice as everybody says he is mm -hmm. you know they always say you should never meet your idols um, <laughs> i've always looked up if you go on the radio hi uh, um i've nearly make you sick you know ah come on hugo would you would you come on a rat bag or something you know <laughs> but he never does he's such idol all that stuff that all comes from red bull He's oh. always drinking Red Bull. Yeah. <laughs> or coffee, something with caffeine in it. You always always full of beans. Oh, you know, let's do the show. Hey, come on, boys. I've never seen Hugo tired. <laughs> <laughs> legends, legends. I, I just love being up there in that in that studio, you know, because you know, you were walking around the halls and so oh, there's Aye. George Jones' old studio, and you know. Aye. Like these are all like legends to me. Mm. I'm like, wow, I'm in the same place. That's mad. <laughs> it still melts my head, man. If I'm honest. Aye. So Crazy we've co we've covered Fuse and we've covered Radio mm. Ulster, and you talked a wee bit whenever we were talking about Fuse F, and we talked a wee bit about your yeah. podcast. Um, at the air of this podcast, you've done 204 episodes. Yeah. So congratulations. Uh, that's a great achievement. Two hundred. Oh, thanks, man. Two hundred four. I think I said. There you go. Uh, That's my mental. From the absolutely mental. Because uh, you have to count whenever next. we first. Hmm? You'll have to count next week's as well. Yeah, yeah. I two. Of, oh, that's it. Yeah, two o four. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's crazy to think, honestly, that whenever I first started, I was thinking, if we get ten episodes out of this, we'll be doing well. Uh, at, at the time when we brought in the show sponsor, uh, G One Reads came in and said we'll sponsor the show and we'll see how it goes we'll support you for i think four or five episodes and see how it goes and here we are now 200 plus and <laughs> still going strong Brilliant. um so if anything it's it's continued to grow because we've had you know every time we have like a hundredth episode we've had episode 100 we had a big live event in marfelt raised yeah. a ton of money for charity and had a load of people come down had a big live concert recorded the whole thing a podcast, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, and then episode 200, we were supposed to do a live event, but we couldn't. Thank you, oh, COVID 19. Thank you, COVID. Uh, but <laughs> other pandemics yeah, exactly. available. Um, no, thank goodness. Um, but yeah, we managed to have a live event last year at Pipe and Live, the Good. big festival in Glasgow, which was insane. Um, massive big festival, loads of people there, and uh, I was stuck on stage looking like a scared rat. It was unbelievable. 
Oh dear. But uh, yeah, it was good fun. Good fun. Good fun. Um, uh, the podcast has been an experience for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had a tough guest, like someone who's very shy or can never get them to shut up, or you can't get them? You know, they're maybe just awkward. Loads. <laughs> loads i probably shouldn't say that but yeah honestly i have had a lot of guests on the show where the piping world is kind of a funny world because uh they're musicians and they're incredibly good at what they do but they're nowhere near media trained you know (laughs) and every you point a microphone at them and you're asking them about their opinion on something they were kind of very shy and not say much i've never had a guest that never shuts up joe i'm that guest on your show now mate I haven't shut up, um, but uh, no, I've always had difficulty with some guests trying to get answers out of them. You know, well, how do you think you played at the competition today? Good. Right. And uh, do you think you'll win any prizes? No. I think so. No, no. Chris is magic. You know, Chris we're can tell you a story Chris. about, you know. Huh? I'm pecking on Chris. You think we're pecking on him? No, I'm pecking on him. Not at all. <laughs> If anything, Chris done an episode of Kintra with us. Oh, uh, we went to the Worlds, and, and Chris came with us. And, uh, oh, man, me and Chris had such fun. It was just mad. Uh, there's myself, Chris Pollock, and Helen Mark, the presenter of the show. And uh, we went to the Worlds. And uh, Helen was running around, like, kind of trying to figure out what everything was, was going on. And me and Chris were like wins in the sweet shop. We're like, yes, we're here at the Worlds. This is the best thing ever. And we're meeting up with old friends, we're hugging people, taking selfies, and Helen's watching all of this going on, thinking, whoa. <laughs> so that, uh, yeah, Chris had a lot of fun with us there yeah. in Kintra, yeah. So I dare say, if the world happens again in 2021, I would love to bring Chris back over again. Uh, so how, when, where, and where can we listen to the Big Rab Show pod- or podcast? Every single Wednesday night, it gets uploaded without fail. And, uh, People have kind of told me off because there was a couple of years where Christmas Eve or even Christmas Day fell on a Wednesday, mm-hmm. but we still did a podcast. <laughs> you know, like, good sake, Rob, can you take some time off, eat your Christmas dinner? Nope. <laughs> pipe, pipe and world never stops. The music never stops, so no. we never do either. Uh, so, yeah, every Wednesday, you can catch us, iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, all the usual places. Probably all the same places your podcast on Joe as well. And I go up yeah. on a Wednesday night too at five o'clock. So I, I wasn't copying you. It just was something, I don't know. No, but, hey, there you go. <laughs> but uh, I, um, I, any shameless plugs of any social media? You probably just plugged it all, but any shameless plugs you want to plug? Probably just our website. You know, if you are curious about the show at all, you know, and you're wondering who the heck is this guy and what the, what's he talking about? You know, he sounds like a bit of a blather. I don't really... I can't be bothered listening to it anymore. Well, before you go and you switch Joe's podcast off, then go to thebigrabshow.com and have a wee look around. And uh, aye, we've got loads of stuff up on there, all information about the show, what we do. Merch. You know, links to all our merch as well. Yeah, Rab Show merch. Um, <laughs> and yeah, we've got all of that, you know, Patreon, all the usual stuff that you would expect for a, a podcast and a radio show. But uh, it's a lot of fun. A lot of our news and stuff are going on our social media as well. Is just usual stuff, you know, Aye. like Facebook's Twitter, all that sort of stuff. I've even got a TikTok, even though I don't really know how to use it. I know I'm TikTok too. <laughs> even bought a ring it's light. Great for fun t- though. Even bought a ring light for TikTok. 
You did not. You got a ring light for TikTok. Well, I didn't oh. actually buy it. We'll have to correct that. Sorry. My amazing wife bought me that for Christmas and I got had to, she had to give it to me early. That's epic. Are you doing the TikTok dances and everything? No, I haven't actually. You haven't? Thank goodness. Don't. <laughs> Some of them are terrible. Uh, but um, aye, there's some crack over there on TikTok, can't you? Absolutely. You know, there's some great characters, and you know. Mm. So you talked there about Christmas. Who's cooking the Christmas yes. dinner? Uh, hopefully my mother-in-law, with a bit of luck. Uh, I would normally go to either my ma's or her ma's each Christmas. We just kind of work it between the houses. So I this year's her ma's choice. So it's a tough day, Joe. With all that eating to do, you know, uh, but I'll do what I can. <laughs> and have you any Christmas traditions? Do you go for a wee sleep? Uh, the only tradition we really have is uh, I normally would have a glass or two of whiskey in the evening. Yeah, just after the Queen's speech, that's when the bottle gets open, crack. And it's normally a good bottle too, because I normally get a good bottle bought to Aye. me for Christmas. That's kind of my weakness. I, I do like a single malt, you know. <laughs> um. But yeah, my days of drinking to the wee hours of the morning are well behind me now. Um, I just can't hack the hangover anymore. Uh, Rab used to ring. Rab used to skate me about three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, at that, that time, yeah. How you doing, lad? Are you all right? Those days are well behind me now, sir. That's for sure. Hangovers just aren't worth it. But no. no, that's possibly one of the big Christmas traditions we have is to crack open a bottle. Yeah, Aye. one or two out of the top of it. Rob, thanks very much for the interview. No bother at all, Joe. That was painless, man. You didn't shine a light in me back and say, you must talk. <laughs> no, that was um, grand. If anything, Joe, I want to wish you well, man, with this show. You know, I think you're building something here that can be really quite incredible. Thanks very so, much. So good luck to you, mate, you know. And uh, I keep us posted when ne the next few episodes are up. You say it's every Wednesday, aye? Every Wednesday, aye. So I have a lady on the week, uh, the 23rd of December. She's going to tell us a few stories. She's a storyteller. Ooh, nice. Good stuff. Right. Well, I dare say you've got some interesting episodes coming up. But we need to have Daisy the Cow back. For folks who are hardcore Joe fans, <laughs> you'll know who Daisy the Cow is. You know, right. I, I remember Daisy. Ma. Where is that Daisy? That's class. Love that. <laughs> oh, jickers. And uh, I, there's a lot of great happy memories with ourselves and Fuse, if anything, as well. Like, I've um, got some real random recordings of us. About the, the time Rod Hogg, that the squeak in the bath still makes me crease at the knees. Um, do, do you remember when Rod Hogg came on and, uh, you always had a section in the show where you kind of took the wheel of the show for a bit. Oh, and uh, you brought out, was it Goat, sim goat Simulator? Aye. And Rod just didn't know where to look. And uh, yeah, th those shows, honestly, were fantastic. So yeah, who knows? I might release those recordings someday. That'd Aye. be some fun. <laughs> some of them are good value. Like, they're really good. But uh, no, honestly, I wish you well with this show, man. I think, it'll, yeah, an incredible venture. So, folks, if you're listening to Joe now and you haven't already, subscribe to him wherever you're listening to this and also drop him a review because reviews help, you know. Yeah, you might think even a review helps when people trying to notice your show. Yeah, so there you go. Do it. Thanks very much, Rob. Are you ready for a game? Uh-oh. I'm not taking my clothes off now. 
Well, no. <laughs> no, you can leave your hat on. I'm just checking down the floor to see if I have my shoes on. All right, right okay. <laughs> no, she, you're, near, you're like me, you're in the jammies from the waist down. I'm out in my garage, mate. If I was out here in my jammies, I'd be froze. How are you doing? Backside, is... I'd be stuck to the chair. <laughs> um, I had a question for you. I forgot to ask you in the last uh, in the interview there. Okay. I don't know whether you'd be allowed to answer this or not, but I'm going to ask it anyway. <laughs> this is the bit All where right, I, shine, go I, shine, for it. I shine the light in your face. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the ring light. <laughs> um, w- last month, BBC Radio One made the decision that they weren't going to play the Pogues Fairy Tale of New York. Yeah. Do you do you, th- do you think that was a wise decision or not? I have no idea. I have nothing to do with Radio One. <laughs> Do you think it's PC gone mental? I don't know. The political correctness is there for a reason, I suppose. You don't want to offend people, no. you know. And if a song is out there and it's really, really offensive to people, then fine, you know, remove it and get rid of it and all that sort of stuff. But uh, uh, I don't know. It is a Christmas song. It's one I grew up with. It never really offended me or anyone I know of, um, you know, and I, I, I don't know. Political correctness is there for a purpose. Whether it's right to remove a song or not is for the people who are offended by it to decide. You know, yeah. it's not for people like me who it doesn't affect. So there you go. I don't know. I'm just not an authority on it, you know. So let Radio 1 do it. The one I'd be quite happy doing what the Big Rab Show does. Aye. Blasting out, piping every week, play. Good man. <laughs> Do you remember the late great Des O'Connor? Take and he's take your pick. Mm-hmm. Do indeed. Yep, he was a Rem- terrible singer on that show. He, he was. He was oh. an awful whack singer. Terrible. Aye. Oh, Jickers. We shouldn't speak ill of the dead, though. But he was. He wasn't. He, no, he, he was loved, awful. And- either loved him or hated him. <laughs> He's sung on every episode. There's a no, Des, stop it, stop it. You had a great show, a great show up until now. It was full of crack banter and chatting on. Then on you come. Hey, it's my show. I get to sing a song. No, thank you, Des. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, remember the game he played the yes no game. I do. Ah, ah, uh, you didn't. I. What? You're very good. You're very good. Have we started? We have. Are we no, we're not. We're oh, not. Right. We haven't started yet. I'm only joking. I'm only joking. You. <laughs> um, I wouldn't even try it. There you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but now you're worried whether you're going to say it now. No, I'm. I'm allowed to say it, but I may. I won't sure. say it. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> ah, gotcha. <laughs> Rob. Hello, sir. Don't worry. This is not part of the game. Or is it? All right. right okay. Yes. What? Uh, no. Yes. No. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting out of my system. <laughs> is it true you've got two children? It is. It is. Two old, big, bad, wee skitters. What age are uh, they now? One is 14, the other one's eight. Wow. Nearly eight. Eight in February, I think. Aye. You're, now, you're an old boy getting... 
I'm an old boy. Yep. 40. God love me. 40. Is that all the age of you? <laughs> I know some people hang a much higher. <laughs> oh, but you described yourself as a middle-aged man and you're 40's not middle-aged. Oh, is I? Ah, see, I just said, yeah. The, the, well, I don't know. If I get the 80, that's middle-aged, so. And <laughs> I know, that's true. Uh, let me know, can you hear this? Mm, ah, it's like the number two going past your door there. <laughs> I have a wee bell. <laughs> Class. Every time I see one of them on a, you know, on a, on a desk, mm. I ask oh, the you... person first, and I'm sure it annoys the life out of them. That's it. You can't leave it alone, then you just have to ding it all the time. <laughs> yeah, that'd be me. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. I got one of these. I got, you know, I got one of these oh. for the podcast. <laughs> I got one Glass. of these. Hey, you can't Look. see that. No, it's green. Isn't that weird? Look at that. Hi. Oh, if I do that. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm mucking about now with my camera. You're right. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Have you a favourite Christmas song? Uh, do I have a favourite Christmas song? Probably The Darkness. I oh, would say. Christmas well, time. That grew on me. Bell's End. Aye. Uh, I used to hate it when it first came out. And I thought, that's terrible. But then, you know, I when I seen that it was up against the X Factor uh, for num- number one, I thought... You said I. Were we playing there? Well, there you go. I didn't even know. When they rubbed again the X Factor, I thought, aye, that's for me. Were they in the X Factor, were they? Well, they were up against the X Factor. Oh, I thought they were, yes. Anything but X Factor for number one. Come on. I know, their Christmas songs aren't even Christmassy. No. Anyway, we're going to play, we're officially start the game. All right, okay. But you've already dinged your bell at me. I'm only playing with you. I'm only footing with you. I'm only... (laughs) You be footering with me. Where's my, my hand? Where's my hand? <laughs> <laughs> my missus would say, Here, are you footering me, Joe? No, no, honest to God. He was footering with me, which is even worse. <laughs> right, Rob. <laughs> I have to look at you and ask, look in the, eye, in the eyeball, look you in the right. ball, <laughs> or in the ball, <laughs> <laughs> and ask, What's your favorite? Uh-huh. What's your favorite color? Uh, black, which isn't even a color, I suppose. Right? Did you say green? <laughs> no, black. Ah! No, oh, there we go. Ding, ding, ding. You got three lives. You should have said that at the start. You have three lives. So that's your first life. All ah, right. And by so the way, you have to apologise to the headphone users there, mate. You just, you... <laughs> ah! You yell down your mic that loud. I think your next door neighbors are going to come around and check on you. All right. <laughs> Part down, Foggy. Remember okay, we Okay, to... I'm just footering we rabs. All right. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I, and a drifter, and a traffic light. Is it true that green means stop? You know it doesn't mean stop. Good man. <laughs> Uh, can you spell green? I could. <laughs> spell it for me. Don't want to. <laughs> you have to. It's your show, I suppose. Why? Uh, G 
R double E N. Shouldn't that be G R E A N? That's why you want to be dispel it because that fed into your next question. You see, that's how podcasting works, folks. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> Pretty sure I've been doing podcasting for a while now. <laughs> is, is it true that red means stop? It's about the same color as my bag at the minute. It's matching my hoodie look. Ah, but does red mean stop? Sure you know. It does. That's not a lie for to say yes or no. That's a thing to say that you've used the same expression twice. What? I asked you was I green. get a thing, I lose a life. No, you I get that. <laughs> this old Joe show hangs nonsense. <laughs> what? Chickers, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've killed Joe. <laughs> Rob. I don't get te- test it, lad. After that, there. <laughs> do you watch TV? Do you watch TV? I do. Too much of it. Uh, do you watch the soap? The kind of stuff you wash yourself, way or <laughs> soap operas. Well, you have to watch what you're putting under your oxters. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Ah! Ah! You did it too, though. You followed me. So that's that's your second life gone for your eyes and nose and yes and nose and. Okay. Hi. There's another one. <laughs> Can you name? <laughs> Go ahead. Can you name a TV show puppet? Ooh. Gordon the Gopher. You mind did, him? Yeah. Did you watch him? Back in the nineties. Ages ago. Did you think that? They would be better than a cartoon, than a cartoon. It was him and Philip Schofield and all, but never had a cartoon. Can I uh, be a wee bit risky here and come out and say Philip Schofield had his hand up a puppet? No, it wasn't him, it was somebody else. Uh, oh, so it was. Ah, yes, right. I can't do the risky mm. joke then. Um, ah. Have you had your favourite cartoon growing up? Do you mind Captain Planet? That thing always used to make me laugh. It shouldn't have made me laugh. It was all wild serious. I don't I, remember I used... Captain Planet. Do you know? Oh, that must be my age. I, I just did absolute crease over laughing at it. Was that really your favourite cartoon? Can't say it was. Uh-huh. Uh... Um, when's your next birthday? April. Uh, how old will Thumbs you be? Around. 41. Rob was born on the on April Fool's Day. Thanks. You're giving away a date of birth now, lad. Is that right? <laughs> April Fool's Day, indeed. Uh, are you going to have a party next year? Depends with COVID-19 and everything, mm-hmm. you know. Joe, you seem to be struggling with your script, mate, because you're doing big, long pauses in between every question, and you're kind of guessing, did he say it? Did he know it? Can I ring me bell yet? <laughs> Can I come to your party? You're a bit better way, but you're welcome. <laughs> Do you like birthday cake? Too much. So you can tell by the size of my... <laughs> Who's your favourite actor? Joe... These are all sorts of random questions, mate. Favourite actor. Uh, the minute probably be Keanu. Keanu Reeves. Why do you like Keanu? 
because uh, I was a big Bill and Ted fan back in the day, and I've mm. only just heard recently that they've made another one. Oh, and I, you know, I liked them in the Matrix. Are you excited? Not right now. <laughs> sort of questions that. Not right sure now. Like... You say I am excited or no, I'm not excited. You know. All oh, right, I saw. All right, okay. Now, say, see, back to your script there. But what was? The... <laughs> I'm giving you going. That's what I'm trying to get you to say it now. I, I want you to ding yourself. <laughs> this could go on for a fortnight, you know. Uh, who's your favorite actress? Not Keanu Reeves. Uh, <laughs> Why not? <laughs> He's got the wrong equipment. Um, Are you I would sure say that? Pretty sure whenever you look at my favorite actress, that would be Helena Bonham Carter. Oh yes, I used to have a thing for Helena Bonham Carter. Bottom part, she. Helena uh, Bonham, no, 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 no. <laughs> Class. Yeah. Did I say that? Talent. I didn't say that right, did I? Helena Bonham Carter. Did yeah. I not say that right? No. Ah, you got me. And that's ding, it. Ding, ding, ding. Thank goodness too. Otherwise, it's fantastic. <laughs> two, three hours long. Sorry about that, folks. <laughs> Class. Would you rather be Harry Oliver or completely bald? <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, that was a class question we used to ask guests. I'm going to have to start asking that again. Uh, the cheese question still works, though. That still throws people. What's your favorite cheese? And people What's say your favorite... yellow. Yeah, aye, that was one answer that we got. It was weird. Um, and then there was one one about a JCB. Favorite tractor, JCB. Ah, yeah, have you got a favorite tractor? That would be another one. And I, I was Simone, actually. Simone Miguel. Ah. That was one of her early shows. <laughs> I think she still gets teased about that. <laughs> I was going to ask her, but I, I I, think I just left the big grab show and didn't get a chance to ask her. I wanted to ask her, why did the, well, every picture that there is of a female or even a male playing football, they're pulling faces? Ah, but yeah, that's if they're trying to scare the football away. From why, the are they doing that? why do they do that? <laughs> I don't know. Ask her that for me the next time you have her on the show. It's a good question. Yeah, <laughs> she was in the FA Cup there not too long ago, and in, in the final Aye. and everything. Yeah, she's doing really well. So, Simone, if you're listening, fair play to you. <laughs> Other football teams and players are available. They are, of course. Yes, loads of them. Yeah. So, so, when are you back on the Big Grab Show? Big Grab Show again Tuesday night again. Another two hours of piping goodness each and every week. Uh, and you might not think with COVID-19 and competitions not happening that we have nothing to talk about. But mm. honestly, two two hours isn't long enough <laughs> for the shows. You always find come nine o'clock, you go, ah, come on, I have another hour and a half worth of stuff here. And so that's where it always reaches the podcast in the following night. So that's so. the 15th of December, your next show is? Uh, th- there you go. So you know better <laughs> than me. I don't keep an eye on the calendar, but yeah, and every single Tuesday, yeah. Mm-hmm. Your podcast was released today as well. Every Wednesday, yeah, Aye. indeed. I don't set a time for it because I honestly I don't do. know how long it'll take until I can edit it and get it put together. <laughs> I'm not that reliable, um, but it will upload before midnight. I'll get back and tell you that. That's good. <laughs> well, Rob, thank you so much for being on the show. You are my first official guest, and I hope Ooh. I can have you back again. Awesome, Joe. And thanks a million for having me, man. You know, I've said it before, but I do wish you every success with this. You know, you're building something big here. And yeah, it's brilliant to be a part of it. You know, guest number one, that's kind of awesome. Yes, I would like, if I put my, my services out there, I'd like to be a guest in your show. Of course, of course. <laughs> More than welcome, sir. 
You can. Do you know much about piping and drumming? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> but yeah, you know a bit about the show and that. So yeah, you can chat all about that, I'm sure. Yeah. Hundred percent, mate. Yeah. And all the best for your show. And I can't believe you've not I don't I mean I can't believe oh that's still on, but no, I can't believe you've actually had two hundred and four episodes of the recording of the, or at the release of this episode here. Um did you see it going that far? No. <laughs> Short um, answer, no. Um, but the way things are going at the minute, you know, it's just continuing to build. And uh, yeah, I dare say we could be here for another couple of hundred yet. You know, when, just going. where do you see the show going in the next year? <sighs> well, that's just it. In the next year, we're hoping to see the piping scene start to rebuild after what's been quite a crap year everything's like every gig has been cancelled every contest everything that normally would have happened done there's nothing happening and a lot of bands and financial hardship a lot of our musicians are finding it tough as well so we're hoping next year we will hopefully start to see the rebuilding of everything and ourselves in the rab show will be doing what we can to help the musicians and promoting it and telling folks go to the gigs all of that so we're hoping we're hoping next year we're building for bigger and better things. And I couldn't talk to you without asking you, how's Ian? I have no idea. I haven't seen him in months. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> Ian, I, yeah. Ian Drab's brother, by the way, and he hasn't seen him in months. No, but I assume he's keeping okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mind you, I haven't hardly seen my missus in the two wins for me. <laughs> You know, that's the, the life of a radio guy. You're never in the You house, you know? in the garage, are you? Something like that, or banished out here where I can talk banished. freely without me missing saying, I could just shut up. And another There's question no... before we let you go, I couldn't, I couldn't let you go without sure. asking you, how's the vlogging going? Are you still on uh, Vloggerheads? I am still on Vloggerheads, yeah, but I'm not vlogging half as much as I was, if I'm honest. Uh, probably hardly ever now. Because I spend so much time doing radio stuff for Fuse, Aye. for BBC, for my podcast. There's very little time for anything else. You might not think it, but Radio Ulster, the show that I'm doing at the minute is like 25 minutes, half an hour on a Sunday. And you think, that's nothing. You could do that in your sleep, talk for 25 minutes. But the amount of work that goes into that is insane. Like to get 25 minutes, you're recording for at least a couple of hours. And that's something I never could get my head around because people would message me. Oh, Rob, Kendra's on Sunday. What are you talking about this week? Having a clue, having a, <laughs> having a notion because uh, I know what was on the script, and but we went over it and over it and over it for like two and a half hours, three hours. I can't remember what I said, <laughs> <laughs> Do you know. So, but yeah, anything can hit the cutting room floor that you think was great, but it's all Aye. up to the producers, the writers, the folks that put it all together. And on um, Fuse FM, are you on your own in the studio or are you allowed guests? I'm on my own at the moment. Oh at the minute, in Fuse, I'm actually doing it remotely. And instead of me traveling down there, Aye. possibly putting people at risk and all the rest with COVID, um, you know, kind of just presenting it here at home and sending it in. So it's great in a way that I have all this podcasting and broadcast equipment Aye. at home that I can do it. Um, if I didn't, I'd be snookered. But uh, um, yeah, you, you have a you use a recorder and a microphone. Uh, Zoom recorder, laptop, mic, green screen, cameras, all sorts of stuff. It's yeah, it's been building ever since uh, we launched the podcast. Sponsors, ad- advertisers, supporters on Patreon really do help 
And if anything, Joe, I'm not going to preach at you and all this here, but honestly, uh, getting support from your listenership and out there really means the world. So if anyone's out there who loves the Joe show and wants to help support it, I'm sure Joe, you'll have a way that folks can do that. But who would, this is nobody listens to my show. Uh, You'd be surprised. I thought that too. I was thinking who the heck is going to listen to a stupid old podcast about piping and drumming. And uh, no one's going to listen to this weird Northern Irish guy in his garage talking about how class pipes are. (laughs) But it's unbelievable. Like it's, it's snowballed and it starts out at like one or two and you think, Oh, I got five downloads this week. Brilliant. (laughs) And now we're in the realm of like hundreds of thousands. Now it's getting scary. It's getting proper scary. Uh, So we're, yeah, the team keeps increasing because of the workload. Uh, Like, selling merch and stuff like that it's not easy especially this time of year mm. in fact that's possibly what i should be doing right now is parceling up christmas gifts for folks <laughs> mailing them out um but i, I haven't been doing that because i don't like doing it I, but um yeah it's i the show grows you you can't do it all on your own you need, you need to have folks to help you um Aye. so once once you hit that stage i'm sure you'll be there and uh yeah, yeah, <laughs> you can say. I'll need an, an I'll need an editor, I need a co-host, or whatever. I'm not available. There you go, there you go. You can say that rab boy was right. By I'm scunnered. I don't want to <laughs> record the night. I can't be arsed. I, I just I don't want to do it. No, somebody else send out the merch and all that. There, you can do it. But uh-huh. I, you need folks around you, and your listeners can help support you. You know. Yep, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Rab, for being involved and my first guest, and uh, all the best for your show, your podcast, and everything you do. <laughs> And we'll you, chat to you again soon. Hopefully Take in the care, year. Joe. Thanks right. a million. Thank you. Thanks again, Rab. Folks, hope you enjoyed that interview. It was great crack uh, recording it. Um, see you all next week for the next show. But before I go, here is how you can get in touch. Yes, there's three ways you can get in touch with the show. You can get in touch via email, thejoeshowpod at gmail.com. You can get in touch via Facebook, the Joe Watson Show. Or you can get in touch via Twitter at the Joe Show Pod, or you can contact Joe directly at Joe G Watson. <laughs> <laughs>